0: Okay, right, we got the recording going. Baruch Okay, again, always a shout out to everybody supporting this year on Patreon. We are doing, today we are doing Perik Yud in the Messias Yisharim. Um, I want to just be mocked, I just want to say that uh, the first nine prokim. again, this is my opinion, so take it for what it's worth. The first nine prokim are pretty easy to relate to, uh, in my opinion. Uh, simply because it's things that we're used to kind of fighting, which are, are talking about staying away from averos and getting up with the energy to do mitzvahs. That's stuff we can relate to. Um, now, Nikiyos, this, this next uh, rung on the ladder, which literally means, they translate here as cleanliness, which is obviously ridiculous. We have to explain what that means. But uh, this is already a bit of a higher level. This is, you know, a more refined person. And again, it, it makes a lot of sense because again, we're reading the Ramchal, you know, as a book, and he's going from rung to rung, explaining what we have to do. Right? The Ramchal is assuming that a person is moving up the ladder, but it, it could take many months and years for a person to move right from where we started. Right? We started with first internalizing that Torah is the MS, and that is the determining factor when you see and choose good versus evil. That's A. Could take a person many months and many years to get to that. Uh, then we talked about Zahirus, being careful of Averos, Zerizos, getting up the energy to do Mitros, Right? This is this could be like you know a lifelong progression. Um, and frankly, if a person just gets to that rung, they've accomplished uh, a tremendous amount. Um, but it is good to know that there is more, more to accomplish. Um, and sometimes when you read it quickly, in a matter of weeks, it almost seems like the Ramchal has unrealistic expectations of a person. Uh, that is not true. He himself says, as we'll get to it in a second, in this paric, per- that this is a very high level. Uh, but just keep in mind that uh, this is this is a bit higher. But but as you'll see in a second, um, a lot of it is certainly relatable, um, and, uh, and and there is tremendous uh, tremendous things that you can gain from studying uh, obviously these chapters and and the rest of the safer as as you know as, as we'll point out. Um, but I just did just wait if it does seem a little bit to be a little bit out there. So I will I just wanted to be mocked him uh, and start with that. Um, okay, but again, Mr. right? the goal is to move up the ladder as, uh, as you know, as much as we can. Okay, so after Zihirus, like we said, being careful about Averus and Zeruzos, getting up and doing mitsos we have Nikios. What is Nikios? As I said, translated as cleanliness, but that's not, that's not what it means. Says the Ramchal, Midos Hanikios, What does it mean to be naki, clean? naki mikol midora When a person has already cleaned himself from every bad Character trait from every sin. It's not enough to repel and get rid of and stop yourself from doing all the obvious sins. And again, I know I'm reading from the text. I'm just going to start us off and then we'll we'll keep on going. But also from situations where the heart seduces a person right, to decide the things uh, are mutter. So, again, just to, to take a backtrack for a second, right? Nikius means, right, when a person is clean from bad traits and bad sins, well, the question is, what's a chiddush? Meaning, what this is what we were already trying to accomplish with Zihirus and Zerizus, right? To, to avoid averus and do mitzvahs. So, so that's Ramchal, this next step is taking into account the averus and the mitzvahs that a person is not only aware of, uh, that was the first two levels, but when a person is not as aware of uh, the sin, in the sense that he, is, he or she has convinced themselves that the subject at hand is mutter. And let's just explain outside for a second, right? In other words, there are two things, meaning there's black and white. There's, there are black averos, there are white mitzos, clear, right? Los ases and ases, do this, don't do that. And then there are what we'll call the murky gray areas, Black and white, everybody understands, don't eat treif. Zero says, be careful, don't eat something that doesn't have a hekshir. But there's also gray areas, and I don't mean gray as in like, it might be mutter, it might be oser. Here, it means more like, I'll I'll call it murky, because I feel like gray almost implies it could be mutter, it could be oser. This is more murkier areas, because it's harder to tell if it's oser, in the sense that people tend to rationalize when they're in certain situations. For example person's very hungry and the only food they have is something that doesn't have a hecture. But they start looking at every you ever do this, right? You ever like go to seven eleven and like it doesn't have a hecture, but you start like looking at ingredients. Well that's not trafe and that's not trafe and that's not trafe. Like it says vegetable shortening instead of animal shortening. <laughs> like that's in a scenario where you're kind of sure pretty sure you shouldn't be eating it, but like you're hungry and you want it. So like you'll start kind of like knocking it down a few pegs so that's where a person has what's called a negia it has a the person is partial to the situation you have a reason to decide that it's mother decide that you're this is this is what we're allowed to do so at that moment they have a desire to pasca in a certain way because of either a taiva or an outside influence or whatever uh, another example just maybe maybe you got extra money back from that cashier in 7-eleven right you bought something kosher forgot that but you, you now you got an extra quarter and you, and you rationalize, well, I've been overcharged in the past, or the Slurpees were too expensive. Anyway, this is what the Ramchal says, right? This says, Alev Niftebo horos Heter badavar." The heart right, has been seduced to decide that this, is, that this is mutter. But, again, if you would really analyze truthfully, right, it wouldn't seem like this is not a mutter thing to do. Right? If, if someone else would ask you this, Shaila, you wouldn't have been like, yeah, that's fine. No, you would have said that's you should give back your quarter. You should say you would tell them find something else to eat that has a hefker. But when you have a, a, par- a partiality, when you're partial, when you have a negia, so then that's what we call a lack of nikios, a lack of quote unquote cleanliness, right? Nikios is freeing yourself from the rationalizations, from the personal investment right, in a shayla, and and when you're viewing these issues that you're kind of being kind of like seduced by yourself into doing, so right, you should. Th- th- if a person who is nakia, a person who is clean, they're able to view the situation as if they're a third party, right? As if they're not involved, right? And a person is able to act that way so that you can see clearly, right? When when you're not involved in the situation, right, when you have a friend that's going through uh, relationship issues, and, and you're uh, whatever, and you're a close friend, and you know the details, and you're outside the situation, and you very clearly know, hey, listen, this is it's either. Positive or negative, and you could tell because you're a third party. You're coming from the outside, right? Every time, every time you're you're able to look at it objectively, so then you can decide positive or negative. That's what we're talking about. That's what to be Naki is—is to able to see every situation from right. T- take yourself out, right? Almost like you're, you know, like they do in the movies, like your soul floats up from your body. You look at the situation from from above, right? And then when you're faced with something that's you know an avera, you'll be able to stay away from it. Now, the reason that Ramchal calls it nikios is because there's a Gemara. The Gemara he quotes just if you're following in the text, right, it's, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm in the se- end of the second paragraph on page uh, 53, right, there's a Gemara that says people who don't have any evil in them is called Nikiei hadas Yerushalayim, the clean of mind, right, in Yushalayim, right, things are, these things are, that's why it's good to call it murky, right, because it's like dirty, right, Think, things are, these are not, things are not murky for these people, right, there's only black and there's only white. Right again, we already know that chait is evil, right? Because we have zehirus, right? We've been, we're, we're careful. We understand that Torah is our barometer for good and evil. So we know, we understand that that chait is quote unquote poison, and you'll do whatever you can to stay away from it. So these people are objectively analyzing every situation uh, and coming to a proper, uh, proper decision. So as then, he says in the third paragraph, viinach uh, or viinuchah. Now again, I don't want to read the text so much, but that, what, what then is the difference between someone who is a zahir, right, someone who stays away from veros, and someone who's a nucky someone who is clean of, you know, personal influence? So it's the murky gray areas, right? To the zahir, to the someone who is has Zahirus, right? The first thing we talked about, pretty much. that person has the yitzhara, right? But baruch Hashem, they're able to conquer the yitzhara. But still, the entire is still constantly pestering them and saying, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. But they're able to overcome them because they know they have the heroes, they're careful, they think about it, they realize it's Asur, fine. But that person has not yet, a person who is not yet Naki, a person who is not yet quote-unquote clean, right, has not yet overcome the natural instinct, right? And their personal negios, their personal kind of... Uh, Netiyus also—it's also a Hebrew word. I'm trying to, <laughs> their personal partial partiality to to the situation. Right? So it makes it difficult to decide, so, and therefore, right, that leaves a person open to rationalization, right? And once we can rationalize anything, right? So then, we'll talk about that in a minute. So meaning that the zahir is able to say, "I have two sides," right? Against someone who has the first step, right? It's the heroes. They, 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 the person knows they have Yitzhahara, they have yitzr tov, and they choose the yitzr tov. But once you have the Yitzhahara there. Right, so the Yitzhahar comes up in all those murky areas and you're, is able to like kind of seduce them to say, well, it's not really ulcer, it's not really so bad, in this scenario should be mutter, etc. Okay, so now, so just to flip the page on, on, on page uh, mandala here, however, says the Ramchal, how do you become a Naki? How do you become someone who has this Mida of Nakius, of not being partial in your life? So the first thing he says is, she Ragel hadam ha'adam hergel gadol zazeh. Good habits, and we spoke about this last time, right? Creating good habits to make sure you stay on the right course. No matter what way the wind is blowing, you have good habits, you'll be able to pull through. Right? A person should become habituated to be a Zahir, to be careful, right? to, to, and to think about their actions. Once you've been a Zahir long enough, right? so then you're able to make the proper decisions, right? For the black and white, and slowly what the Ramchal says, slowly what's going to happen... Again, this is we're talking days and weeks and months. Right? So you'll have you end up getting to a point where you have a hundred percent record, right, in the black and white, right? So you'll get used to being in Ever Hashem. We're just paraphrasing what he says in the paragraph over here. You'll be able to make proper, careful, zero space decisions. And what happens is your love for Hu will grow. And then the Ava that you have, the love that you have for Hashem We'll replace the taiva that a person has for physicality. Because everybody has desires, right? Every human being, right up, right, up to the guttula to the biggest bum, everybody has uh, personal desires. What are we doing? We're replacing our taivas for the physical towards a love of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and a desire to do what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants. Right? So that koach, or those good manners, right, those good, uh, good habits, right, leads a person uh, towards towards Nikias, right? and, and that, that will lead the, the murky situations into a case where there is nothing, nothing is murky, and everything is black and white, because you're able to remove yourself right from, from the equation. I do, I do just want to mention before we continue, right, we, these are very general kind of discussions, right? We very often talk, a person has the heroes, a person is careful, a person has the resource, they go up and they do mitzvahs, a person is naki, they're able to remove themselves from situations. These are, we talk about them in general things, but very often a person will go through life in different aspects of halacha, and also accomplish in different areas of halakha. Because again, as we suggested, again, we mentioned definitely in seminary, but I think maybe once or twice in this year as well, if a person just says, you know what, I'm gonna be Zahir, I'm gonna be careful. So if you're just, you doing that in a general way, it's gonna be very hard to remember to do that. But if a person picks a couple of vedos here and there to focus on, I'm gonna be very careful about my kashrus. I'm gonna be very careful about my brachos. So it's much easier to kind of check off boxes almost, right? And, and, and you can see, like we, like he says before, a person who making a making 100% record in the, in the black and white of, of avoiding a very few of us are avoiding every single vera in the book. But when you're working on yourself, right, you're going from, let's say, brachos to saying, to davening every morning, to kashrus to tsnidos to shah, you can see a progression, right? And then, right, within those individual halachos, now you see you're jumping from zihiros to zirizos, now you're gonna be end up in Nikias, right? You can almost see yourself accomplishing and climbing the ladder, right? It's almost like we have 613, it's not really 613, because not all of them are applicable nowadays, but 613 different ladders that we're kind of climbing up. So don't, I don't, I don't want you to get lost, almost like make this seem like it's too big Right, certainly, when a person is working on themselves, it's very important. All the you know, many of the Bali Musters say that you could choose one, two, three allahs to kind of focus on, and then when you master that, right, so then you go on to the next. Right, for some people, uh, cautious is not an issue. So, okay, so move on to the next, and you can tackle that. Right, again, I don't want you. To, I don't want it to seem like too big uh, of of a, of a challenge. Right, you can definitely buckle it down to different specific specific alejos. So either way, just uh, again, so a person is going to try. Uh, what do we say? A person right is going to create, create good habits, right, uh, and leave a good impression, and and, and leave the murkiness uh, into the black and white. Just the story of, uh, of Miller again. I uh, learned uh, from David Miller, so he told a story about Yaakov Kanavetsi, rosh of Torah Vadas in Brooklyn, uh, was nifter about wow, well, was, was it almost forty years ago? Um, so when he was originally he was born in Europe um, before the Holocaust, and he was a in Europe, uh, and so we, a couple times the story goes, a couple times he we went to the post office. Uh, the postman gave him too much change, and every time, Rabbi Yaakov, uh, would go back and return the change. So he got out before the Holocaust. But after the Holocaust, right, they, uh, they found out, right, I'm not sure how they found out, but I guess they found out, that this postman had apparently saved more Jews than any other guy in the near vicinity, certainly, and, and maybe even in more than that. And they asked him why did he do it. So he said because they had a holy rabbi he said fascinating that this guy would do this he said he would test all the people of the cloth all the rabbis and the priests and i guess the imams or whatever it is and uh he said very often the other religions holy men would keep the money and and the holy rabbi would always give back the extra change so he saw that it was a certain holiness in these people and when they saw that these people were in danger i figured that they should live so that's what we're talking about we're talking about a a way not to rationalize even if it's a couple pennies right that when something's inappropriate it's inappropriate uh, and we tackle that. Okay. Vine al midazu. Fascinating. Says the Rambam. Who exemplified this mitz this midah the most? David Hamelach. David said he was happy about this midah. On page again, page fifty four, right? al midazu for a third paragraph. Right? David bunch of psukim. He said erchatz ben nikius kapay vesoavas misbacha Hashem. He says I can wash my hands in nikius the and then I can sur- circle your altar. Meaning that only then can I approach a Baruchus as David and because only someone who is clean of all personal preference, right, that person right has no longer a framework a framework of, of rationalization, right? They're clear. They're clear. They've washed out all their personal kind of uh, insinuations and whatever. Only that person can approach a Baruchus. right? When what's what, what's what's a Hashem? What's being in Eved is is being your das, right? To a is saying that. Whatever Koshburhu wants, that's what I want. So who can approach the king, says David Amalach? Only someone who's inevitable, that king. Right? Someone who has the same goal, someone who is Mivata, right? Someone who is focused on what the king wants. Right? Can you imagine, right, a person who doesn't serve a king come and show up with a request? Right? That, that, what, that doesn't make sense. How the well, guy get thrown out of palace? Well, again, we, we talked about again we a couple times, we talked about doing a Buddhist Hashem for your own personal benefit. Because right? this makes you feel good and that makes you feel good, and you pick this. Halacha, and you don't do this halacha. Well, that's Tzviism. That's not Judaism, like we discussed. So only Dovid Melech says when a person is able to kind of like align his rutzim with the Kosh Baruchu's rutzim. That it makes sense that he can approach right uh, Kosh Baruchu. And as Ezra Sofra said, Ezra said laHarim <speaking in Hebrew> Right, Ezra came, at the end of the second galus, second galus, first galus, uh, when B'nai Yisrael came back from Babel, So they had intermarried tremendously. And Ezra said about, uh, you know, getting rid of uh, the intermarriage. But he wrote, he said that, uh, I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed to even approach you. Right, again, all these, uh, all these averos, right are, are happening right under my watch. So the same idea that we have to kind of focus, but we have to remove our own personal, desires and kind of uh, partiality right and, and kind of uh, and only that way approach it. in the last paragraph over there on page 54 this is the first time i mentioned the ramchal is not unaware that this is a high level ramchal writes that i'm very aware for sure this is tremendous amount of work for a person to get to this midah right for a person to be able to negate their own ego Right for a person to answer questions about themselves as if it's a third person, right? That they're not the one in the shiloh, right? With that, and, and someone else is asking them the shiloh to have that perspective is very difficult. Why we ask, uh, you know, when people ask, have shilohs about taras mishpacha, we always say ask someone else. Right? The couple has a, a nigia. A couple has a certain, uh, you know, desire for the shiloh to go one way or another. Ask somebody else. Right? Even if you have the ability to pask in these types of shilohs. Uh, you know, you gotta ask somebody else because you have a negia. Now, again, says the Ramchal, this is much harder than avoiding black and white, right? Because we have seichel and we have intellect that HaKadosh Baruch gave us and that obscures our partiality and right? a person can rationalize anything. Um, so he says that this is uh, something that is is something that really is much more difficult but it, and it requires much more work. And then if you flip the page, on page 55 over here, page hey <coughs> excuse me, Sometimes when you're speaking, you just suck in wind at the wrong <coughs> at the wrong moment and just, it's like, I'm choking. Okay, so he quotes two, Mamari um, Chazal, that I just want to mention, dwell on for a second. He quotes two statements of Chazal that really align with what we're talking about, and both of them are fascinating. All right, the first one he quotes is a Gemara of that the, the sins that a person crushes with his heel, <coughs> they surround him at a time uh, of judgment. Um, it, it calls to mind. It, it reminds us when you know the beginning of Parshas Akev. Right? Parshas Akev is in two weeks from today, or two weeks from two days ago. Right, two parshas from now. So the beginning, all, the parsha starts by Tishmoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would listen. And Rashi says, what's the word Akev? It should just say, v'ayah Right? If you listen to my and the puzzle the lists off all these brachos that the Gosh brachu promises. So Rashi there makes a, makes a similar quote, uh, points a similar, It doesn't quote this Gemara, but he makes something similar. He says, ekev right, is something that you crush with your heel. It's like the small mitzvos that you crush with your heel. Right? And the word over there is that if you do these small mitzvos that your person crushes with your heel, right, you'll get all of these, all of these brachos. Uh, and that's the same idea over here, that a person, even these averos, that a person could crush with their heel. Right, the small things, right? That, uh, but still, things that are of a murkier nature. It's not so clear. It's not pig. It's not treif. It's mm, probably not kosher. So don't shy away from those from those halachos, from those mitzvahs, from those averos. Right? If, you, if, if you're able to avoid rationalizing those small little halachos that we're dealing with, it's a quarter, you didn't really steal it, the guy gave you change, maybe... If we're able to avoid even those small, tiny averos, still are there at the time of judgment. And certainly, on the flip side, as we said, the mitzvos as well. Right? Even if you aren't on this level, this is one of the things I mentioned. Even if we aren't on this level, we can still tr- gain tremendous insight from these from these chapters. Don't don't forget and don't misvalue right, the small mitzvos. Right? Don't minimize the small things, the small mitzvos, the, the it's a, all the small averos. They're both a big deal. Right. Don't ignore the little chesed that you can do. The smile at the guy collecting stucca, the carrying the groceries in for your parents, right? Saying a bracha slowly. Right? These are immensely valuable. Right? And avoiding the little averos, like we talked about, right? Like not not giving back the change or whatever, convincing your friend you know to give you something that they don't really want to it could be gazel. okay, not saying thank you these are tiny things, but they make a tremendous difference. make a tremendous difference. Don't forget the small things and 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 view them as tremendous accomplishments you don't you don't have to you know do the craziest mitzvah. Or, or avoid the craziest averro to think that you're at, you're doing well and you're on you're at and you're you're going in the right direction. Even the small things also should be tremendous accomplishments. The second statement that he says over here, fast also fascinating gemara and bavir that that chazal can take you know, many different ways and you spend a lot of time talking about it. But the gemara says, most people violate the Isra of theft mutamba arayos much fewer right a very small minority violate arayos inappropriate relationships the kulambah and everybody violates a but before we get to that just to define a vach the is uh it's not lashonara it's not saying like oh i hate this person it's it's leading someone to say lashonara it's like if you know that your friend doesn't like rabbi x and that rabbi is giving a she'er, and you say hey did you go to the and And you know that this your friends can be like I hate that rabbi he's a loser etc. So that so you didn't say anything right you didn't say anything bad but you led a person right to say lashon hara that's avak lashon hara so everybody violates that says the gemara so but but says the ramchal this is basically what we've been talking about that in terms of the rationalization right most people right well let's just start with the arayos right it's it's. It's When we say, very few people uh, rationalize and violate a it's very hard to rationalize inappropriate relationships, right? Even if the desire is there, but uh, once a girl or guy is married, so pretty clear that they're off limits, right? If you're able to rationalize that a married person is not off limits, so you should see somebody. Right. That's that's moved on right? Most people do not violate Rios because they're not able to rationalize it. It it, it may be devastating that they are taken. And I had a friend who literally uh, was in love with the girl next door and she got engaged and it broke him. And then she actually had a broken engagement and then they got married, which is actually a crazy story. But 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 during the time when she was engaged, he was he was broken. He didn't think, oh, maybe she'll be mutter. No, you can't rationalize a So that's that's level A. B says the Ramchal, it's much easier to rationalize theft. Right? As we pointed out, someone you know you kind of nudge someone for some of their food. They don't really want to give it to you, but they give it to you anyway. That could be theft, right? You take, you take the extra change that you get at Seven Eleven. That could be theft much easier to rationalize theft, uh, and that's why we say Rubamba gezel* that most people violate gezel, but everyone violates the uh, because it's much easier for whatever reason, right, Our uh, we really, really have a time to say hara*. so we always rationalize and we say, it's not me who said the Lashinhara, right, okay, I didn't really say anything, we kind of disregard the fact that the other person wouldn't have said anything if you hadn't opened the conversation. So... Everybody rationalizes that, so that's that's a fascinating, I thought, a fascinating way, application of that gemara that the Ramchal uses over here, and uh, just to illustrate how how rationalization can really lead a person um, down uh, down that path. V'Amru says the says says the Ramchal back to David HaMelech, right? Fascinating. Who is unique in this in, in this area of Nekius, David HaMelech? Aside from Bat Sheva, which he said Chatasi a sin, right? David was free of rationalization, he was always looking at things from a bird's eye view, black and white. And that's what he said several times at Tehillim, right? And he was so clear right, in his own righteousness. He said <laughs> He asked Akash Baruch Hu, right, to finish off his enemies, right? Other kings who were tremendous tzaddikim did not ask Akash Baruch Hu for that. He quotes, Ramchal quotes, they were not as menukev, right, they were not as naki, they were not as clean as David right, again, with quotes and pausing over here, Yigmaleni Hashem Kitzidki, fascinating, Hashem should pay me back like my righteousness, right, unbelievable, that's, a, that's an unbelievable statement, so David knew that the world is built on mida, mida right, and David knew, he was so aware of his own righteousness, his own naki, his own cleanliness, again, he was looking at himself, from a third party, looking at himself, saying, listen, this is what I, this is how I roll, right? Hashem, pay me back according to my righteousness. It's not gaiva, it's being so in touch with reality and being so objective that he could look at himself as if he was watching a movie and be like, yeah, that guy's a tremendous tzaddik, pay him back according to my righteousness. Again, I, I think this may sound a little silly, but I'm not sure David Melech gets enough credit as... the incredible tzaddik that he was. Just to illustrate, one more illustrate, the Gemara says at the end of Psochem that in the future, Kosh Marco is, is going to make a meal for the righteous. And the Gemara asks, fascinating Gemara. The Gemara says, who's going to bench? You got, all, right? Whenever you had a meal, you give a Kohen, you give a guest, you give, a, you give the Rav. Uh, who benches? Who leads the benching? So the Gemara says, the Avos, right, goes through. Avos, Avak, Mitzchak, Yaakov, all have issues, Moshe issues, yoshua issues. Finally, David Amalek. David's like, I got it. Super underrated tzaddik, right? If there is such a thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, just one more puzzle that finishes off, right? He quotes a bunch here. I'm not going to go through all of them, he says the uh, puzzle that we're familiar with at the end. Who can go up to the mountain of Hashem? Who can get up to the place of His Holiness? Niki Someone who is Naki, someone, someone who is of pure heart, someone who does not have personal Nagia, someone who is removed from all of His Avera. Mitzvah Shailahs, well, like we mentioned, the Eved, uh, can approach the Master. And again, just to, to flip the page, the page uh, Nunvav, uh, the Ramchal again says that, hey, listen, this is a very high level. Vada'i, Hamida Azos Kosha, this is very difficult. Kiteva hadam chalash, because man is naturally weak in this area, right? Again, we have an ego, aside from a taiva, we have an ego, right? This is the human condition, we are easily seduced by evil, and as Zerv Miller put it so brilliantly, we tend to seduce ourselves, we put ourselves in situations and positions to sins, and then we rationalize that we have no choice, right? That's one of the alchets where it's coming up, right? Three weeks, are going to hit Elul. Right, it's crazy to think about, but that's one of the Al alchets. I forget which one, but that uh, one of the Al alchets is that we put ourselves in situations where we had no choice to sin. Well, because we, we rationalize and we put ourselves in a that situation. That's the that's what we're talking about over here. Says Ram Ramchal. Right, someone who has achieved this will will certainly have achieved something incredible. Right, if you get to this level, you've hit a, a very very high level. Just notice if you're holding the sefer. Right, we're like one third done. Right, okay, so again. Don't think that you have to accomplish this entire book, right, in the weeks that we're learning it. But as Ramchal says, right, as the Ramchal himself writes, right, you got to read it over and over and over. So, but that's what he says. If you are able to be Naki, if you're able to look at your own life through a third party, so then that's a tremendous accomplishment. Keep it a fascinating language. Ki Because then a person will have stood before a tremendous war and been victorious. Right, again calls into kinda of just reminds a person of the beginning of Praj's Kiseitse. Uh, we'll get we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, but also there it talks about the machlokas, the Milchama that we have uh, with our Yadsahara, right, and how how we have to view it as such. Okay, this is the end of Perikud Yud. We Yud. Perik Yud Aleph, I didn't actually check, but I think perik Yud Aleph is the longest perik uh in the safer we're not gonna be able to do it in one uh, fell swoop I do just want to start it a little bit um because it just helps illustrate a little bit what we've been talking about um and then we will uh, we will go right there next week hopefully do maybe do half of it and do it in two weeks so I think uh, we'll see maybe we can as much as we can do but anyway just want to start it and because it really does illustrate again we again just to recap we, we said that's a heroes right being careful right that makes us avoid of like we're poison like they're poison right so 100 Averos that we're aware of, no problem. Right, Nikios. What we're talking about over here is the areas that are murkier, right? Where it's fifty percent poison, or a person has a personal reason why they want to think that it's mutter, right? A person still has trouble uh, with this type of stuff. But as we said before, why does a person need this? Right, if a person already knows to avoid the poison, they already have zahir, they already have zerus. Right? Why would they do something that's fifty percent wrong? So Ramchal writes over here. Right, that even though a person knows it's a poison, a person has a unique Hara to entice us to do such things. Right, a special rationalization that the yitzharah employs. Right, that makes us things think that things that are fifty percent bad are really zero percent bad and totally fine. And this is how he starts. Right, Parakidalf, Right, Right, there are, therefore there are a lot of details with this. Midah. And, and there are 365 Isurim in the Torah, and therefore there are 365 details to this mida And every single, it's almost like he's saying, every single Isur has its own special Yitzhahara in this realm. For example, right I don't have any personal Taiva to wear Shatnas. But, if I buy a piece of clothing that I like, and there's a chance that the shot is, all of a sudden, eh, now I start considering it, right? So that's the unique Yetzihara, right? Doesn't, it applies by all Averos. Right? And then we have this Yetzihara that when we're involved in a question, right, we have some sort of Nagia, some personal reason why we want to do this. So the Yetzihara is, uh, is more enticing. However, and this is what we're going to pick up with next week, some Averos right, are more taivadic, are more desirable. Right, then, as we'll, we'll just, he talks about gezel over here, theft. He talks about arayos. He's going to talk about uh, machalas asuros, right? Treif, uh hara. He's going to get to all those examples. Um, but these specific examples, which he's going to go through in Aleph, right, require extra effort because, on the one hand, you have the yitzharah for these things outright. Right? We have a natural taivo for theft and arayos and all this type of stuff and then when you have a personal netia your personal you know pers- you're partial to whatever you know you want it to be mother so then you have an extra yitzahara, right on top of that so right, that will leave for next week but it's a shame. we'll uh, you know we'll talk about all the details um but this is the level of the and uh again something to think about right like i said before don't despair if it seems almost too high to shoot for you can definitely get there but this is talking about uh, you know translate uh, a transformation of months and years um to uh, to accomplish these levels and we'll keep on climbing as we uh go weiter in the helica safer all right great to see everybody uh thanks for hanging out and uh we'll see